The Floatcast is brought to you by FlotationLocations.com. They are the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. The website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They house their social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more so you can remain up-to-date in this growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest, most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float center or tank manufacturer and haven't teamed up with them yet, it's time to get found. From education, educating new floaters to providing premium advertising for flotation tank businesses, FlotationLocations.com aspires to be the industry's hub, and they are proud to be an integral part of growing this industry forward. Go to FlotationLocations.com to receive special offers and discounts on float, on float sessions so you can save money and float for less. The Floatcast is also brought to you by EscapePodTank.com. The Escape Pod Tank is the one float tank that fits easily into your home and into your life. It is... Uh, it's made right here in America, and the new design is made from all stainless steel and features a, uh, a little trap door so that you can access the heater and uh, the speakers if necessary without draining the tank and removing the liner, which is a huge plus. Um, you can re- you can order the tanks uh, a la carte. You can order just the tank, or you can order a whole soup-to-nuts uh, tank and filter system that's ready to go for a full commercial float center. Um, so it is pretty cool what they did. I, I really appreciate that they did that. Um for interest, uh, for information, contact Jeremy at escapepodtank.com um, and tell him Tom from the Floatcast sent you. All right, here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode number 22 of the Floatcast. Sitting here hanging out with Jeremy after his fourth float. What's up going on, Jeremy? Yeah, just uh, sitting here kind of unwinding off of a really good experience, uh, fourth time floating here at the float place, and it's uh, definitely opening up some interesting thoughts and channels that I haven't really been able to tap into recently. Right. So, Tom, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. You're, uh, in my opinion, you're doing the smartest thing, which is you're, you have a, you come every Sunday night, you come every Sunday for the last month, and you know that during the week you have it coming up, like it's something to look forward to. Like, in my opinion, that's the best way to do it. Like, know when it's coming up. I mean, obviously, there's spur of the moment type of things where you just want to come and float. But if you know when it's coming every week, I, I think it's, I don't know, I think yeah. it's really beneficial. I mean, the thing that I'm really seeing with this is that it's allowing me to help unplug. So while my brain is fried in the very, you know, turmoil of everything during the week, I come here on Sunday night, you know, after I've gone to the gym, and I get a chance to just unplug, pull myself away from all. Just everything, the humdrum of everything that happens in daily life, and it really helps me set off my my week in a great a great fashion. And um, I think I'm learning a lot through this experience. And it's funny; I feel like I've been doing it for so long, and I've only gone four times. But I feel like every single time I gain more and more experience and and really learn. Uh, it's it's really a remarkable thing, and I, I gotta say. If anyone's listening right now and you haven't given it a chance, or you're thinking you're on the on the cusp of going, I would have to recommend it strongly. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's a shame that more people don't know about it. You know? Yeah. It's it's getting obviously it's gaining popularity. It's on its way up, but uh, it's definitely a shame that more people don't know about it and know about the full benefits that you can get from it and how long they last and how it can affect your week and you know affect decisions that you make and how you. How we, how you interact with people? Yeah, I mean the the like I was saying there. I feel like each and every time I'm learning something new, 
and uh, I'm getting better. It's almost like I'm practicing. Each time I come back with more of an open mind, and in the very beginning, I wasn't even interested in coming to float, and a good friend of mine actually treated me to a float session, and uh, I was, for months, he'd been telling me to try and get in here, try it, try it. He'd been going for several times and telling me how it's really changed his life around, and then, you know, I guess I mustered up the not so much courage, but interest, really, and came down, got into the tank, and it was just unbelievable the first time that i got into the tank i felt this sensation of just like pure deep meditative state it was very like euphoric kind of a wave that went through my body twice i remember specifically it happening twice and um it was just super relaxing and i remember coming out of it and sitting down with tom and having a nice cup of tea and just chatting for i don't know it must have been at least an hour <laughs> yeah you were here a little while yeah it was at least a good good hour um and then that week, I was just able to really, you know, focus in on things that were important. And I didn't really come in with a goal. I kind of just came in with as much of an open mind, a little skeptical about what it was, because I didn't really know. But I came in with kind of an open mind and really was able to just detach from everything. It was really amazing how that happened. Um, what was even more amazing to me was that the next week that I came in, I thought I was a professional. I thought I had it down. I was like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, meditating. And when I'm out of the float tank, I'm going to be floating all the way home. You know, <laughs> like, it was kind of a, almost like this feeling of like, I've been doing it for so long and I got into the tank. And this time, instead of having an open mind, I was focused on trying to get that sensation. And it never came. And I was confused by it. Now I came out and I was really relaxed and it felt really great and set my mind at ease for the rest of the week. But I didn't get that sensation. It was almost like a letdown personally. But at the same time, I realized that, you know, for me, and it really didn't hit me until the third time I came in here, is that for the best possible uh, outcome that I've gotten from floating here has been just to go in and not focus on anything except my breathing. Mm -hmm. And when I go in and I focus on my breathing and I don't worry about how long I've been in the water or what I have to do later or the next day or what's happened earlier and I don't have I just let the thoughts kind of come into my mind and then leave my mind, I find myself being able to really disconnect and just hit that relax relaxation state that's just I don't think you can get it any other way. Yeah. At least not not without years and years of practice and Yeah, know, I'm I'm sure that you training. could probably, you know, reach that same kind of meditative state through yoga or meditation or something like that. But I mean I I run two businesses. I don't really have the time to nah. you know I can't go to a yoga retreat for a month. I can't go and practice on a mountaintop in Tibet eating rice and it's yeah. just I, I just don't have the time and I, I appreciate the art behind that but at the same time i feel like i'm able to really kind of reset my clock and really just come back full circle by doing these kind of floats and uh like i was saying each each and every single time that i've been here it's been more and more of an amazing experience and um after the third float i started having these kind of thoughts uh during the week as to how i can kind of give back 
and I just started really feeling like I wanted to do something for another person, other people. And I actually just this past Friday went into um, a tough area of Brooklyn and taught as a, a guest teacher in some seventh grade math classes. And I was teaching them about business and how math ties into business. Hmm. And I brought, because I, I run a sunglasses business, and I was able to bring in sunglasses and give them to the kids and really kind of tap into what it is they want to do and figure out, you know, what it is that makes them feel alive and let them know that they can achieve what they, and the way that they connected with, um, the way that they connected with what I was saying was just truly remarkable and hearing about some of the children that had problems as far as like behavioral issues and really just having their full attention was just amazing. And yeah, then, a lot of these kids with, in my opinion, anyway, a lot, a lot of the kids, I think with behavioral issues, just need like a, a strong role model, like a, some leadership, like, you know, whether it's not coming from home or they're not getting it at school or, or whatever it is, like, they just seem like a, a positive role model to just point them and just take this energy that they're using on, on, you know, vandalism or violence or right. whatever it is and just harness that power to something good. It's like, there's so much potential right. there, you know, exactly. and if you could just connect with these kids and help them embrace that potential it would be so great i think that you know one of the most the biggest thing that stood out actually or one of the few things that stood out in that that experience was that this one this one kid uh and we're talking about 12 year old kids who are kind of they're very malleable they Mm -hmm. just they're, they're children they just haven't had any kind of you know, guidance, like you were saying, or they have some guidance or they're influenced by the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he came from a very broken home and hearing this, you know, very urban kid come to me and tell me that he wants to be a baker and bake cakes and how, you know, wondering how he might be able to turn that into a business was just amazing. And the reason why I'm bringing this up during the, the float cast is because I never had any urge to do something like this. Uh, you know, I'm not really getting any other benefit other than kind of helping some other people until after I started floating. So I'm thinking that, you know, there's some kind of psychology that's, I I can't really explain it, but my mind starts working in a different way. So after I started floating, I started thinking about things a little differently and seeing things from a more, I guess, a fuller perspective. Um, but one of the, I guess, that's great man. That's yeah. really awesome that you went and did that. Yeah, it, it was really, it was really a rewarding kind of experience. And we're actually, believe it or not, we're trying to put together. My cousin and I, who's a math teacher in the in the district in Brooklyn, is uh, we're trying to put together a young entrepreneurs club, so we can kind of teach you know seventh and eighth grade kids uh, how how to look at their goals and aspirations and. And rather than being out on the street or being you know, involved in gang activity or violence or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is that they are surrounded by, put their skill sets to good use. And yeah. like you said, have some kind of forward movement and positivity in their lives. And it's like... Give them these tools that they'll need going forward. I mean, my, my, my friend said it to me like 10 years ago. Like, people come out of school, they don't know anything about how to get a mortgage. They don't know how to, how to sign a lease how to do banking, how to manage a credit card. Like you just kind of learn that as you go. And you learn that when you're 22 into $12,000 in credit card debt. And you're like, oh, wow, that's how that works. Right, huh? right. Like, but, you know, yeah. if you come out of school right. knowing it, like you're in a lot lot better position. Yeah. So something like a Young Entrepreneurs Club is great for teaching kids. Like, listen, if you wanted to do it, these are the steps. This is how to go about it. Or, or even 
this is how to use your ideas, you know, and anything right. of that nature is great. Right. Because ultimately what, what it comes down to is uh, really feeling alive, not walking through life, you know, automated. And I think that the, you know, society that we live in plays a big role in the stresses that come from financing, you know, your daily activities and relationships and, and being healthy and all the different kinds of things that, you know, you're either told you have to do or you know that you have to do, create these levels of stress. And that's kind of like what floating really allows you to do is kind of detach from that and see it for what it is. Um, I've really gotten such an amazing experience coming here. So I got to thank you again for uh, uh, yeah. ha- having me. It's been really great. Um, a pleasure, man. My, uh, my thing that I kind of wanted to just touch upon, uh, you know, briefly is that I started noticing new things every time that I get in and out of the tank. You know, at first I started having a little bit of an issue with whether my, like my neck was in the right position, started kind of bothering me in the very beginning. And then I was able to kind of really hit that point of just relaxing where it almost feels like you're just existing in space and there's no senses. And just today, and I noticed this, but I didn't really pay attention to it till I was showering off just from my float, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago, was that when you remove these stimuli and then they come back, it's very stimulating. So I was in the shower and I was able to see every single bead of water hitting the floor of the shower. And it was like, I almost, you know, I don't know if you ever saw Spider-Man, but you know, where he starts to realize that he's got all these crazy powers. And and I was like, whoa, it's like, I can see, you know, I can almost count every single bead that's hitting the floor of the the shower. Um, But I actually noticed that the past few times too, because I was, I've been going on Sundays, either at six or eight o'clock at night. And here in New York, the sun's starting to set, and sometimes the sun is setting, and you get these really nice colors in the clouds. And every time that I walk back out to my car, I'm like, wow, the sky is really beautiful. And you don't necessarily see that, or you might take it for granted. You uh, just glance at it, and you'll say, wow, it's pretty, and you just look down at your phone yeah, and you keep walking. Right, or you might, you might even see it and expect it to be there. And that's right. the other thing, you know? So now, this past float with that one experience really was like, you know, kind of recognizing that the senses are really being, you know, stimulated. Uh, I want to kind of take a little, a little test and, and really see if I can tap into my senses, my self-awareness. And I know I've noticed that even from these four times, I've, I've been very aware of what's been going on mm-hmm. around me and my moods and everything from physical to mental senses. So, you're definitely much more present in no matter what, you know, in all your actions in the day-to-day. You know, you're much more present, you're much more involved, you're much more conscious of what's going on around you and what you're what you're projecting and what's coming back in. Like, definitely much more uh, conscious of it. Yeah. You know, we were talking, my background is in marketing, for everyone listening who has no idea who's speaking, but my background's <laughs> in business and marketing, and I was talking to Tom about, um, you know, the business of floating and... and You know, I was thinking about it, and I think that when you're when you're floating, um, it's kind of hard to get a grasp until you've done it a few times on what it really is. Mm -hmm. And I've only done it four times, and like I said, I feel like I'm a professional, and I know that as I continue to do it, I'm going to learn more and more, and it's going to be, you know, 
it's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you get. But I think it's important that when you're floating or you're talking about floating or even thinking about doing it, if you've never done it before, is understanding that, you know, it's not really removing anything. It's not really removing your senses. It's more about kind of putting you in a place where you can really pay attention to all of your everything like your your thoughts and your breathing and i think that it's really a difficult thing because as i was saying earlier in, in the cast that i was never really interested in doing it mm-hmm. and i didn't even cross my mind it wasn't even like i was kind of like ah whatever it doesn't really make a difference if i do this or not right, right. and getting over the the hump of doing it is really like i think the hardest thing for was hardest hardest thing for me was figuring out was is this even worth it why am i gonna pay money to sit down and and you know um just be in in a tank with some water and i didn't really understand it and i try and explain it to my brothers and my parents and my friends and and i get the same reactions that i had and what's the point what's the point of doing it and the only thing that i could say is that if you're thinking about it and you can have the ability to have an open mind, it's worth it to give it a shot. But go in with an open mind and don't go in expecting anything. And and try and learn on, you know, how to really create space from your toes to your head and learn how to breathe deeply, you know, from your stomach and focus on detaching from your cell phone, which is probably glued to your fingers right now while you're texting a friend. Um <laughs> And take some time to really just come back to living and being and existing. And you might find something that's really, truly remarkable. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's pretty, pretty well spoken. I, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn well said. <laughs> I'm glad you, uh, yeah. I'm glad you enjoy it, man. And you got a couple, you got a couple more floats coming up, man. Yeah. Scheduled every Sunday for the next month or so too. Yeah, yeah. I um, I've been able to really get my, you know, since I've been doing this, it's feeling like the time, my time, is being utilized so much better, which is also a very interesting thing to kind of notice. Uh, for example, I was at uh, a meeting on Tuesday, it's Sunday now, on Tuesday of last week, and it feels like it was three weeks ago. Meaning that I've gotten so many things done in between that time. I'm feeling more productive. I'm feeling more energized, more aware. And it's just a very in- interesting thing on how laying in a tub in the darkness for an hour uh, can really affect a lot of pieces and, and components to your, to your day and your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you think one of your... One of your favorite things about it is, Tom. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Honestly, I, I I think every time I talk about it, I say something else about it is my favorite. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, uh, just just the resetting of it and, you know, just removing yourself from, from the hectic of, you know, world that we've created for ourselves, you know? That alone is just really, it's, it's like a vacation in an hour, you yeah. know, and it's not like an hour long vacation. It's a vacation in an hour. Yeah. You know? And it really, I definitely have noticed it 
just my patience and just my ability to just talk to people and be more present in conversation. That's probably my, my biggest benefit and the thing that I like the most is that I'm much more present in conversations. Yeah. Now let me ask you, um, you know, you're fairly new, you know, at the float tank. Therapy. You're interviewing me now. Yeah. Well, I'm oh. just, I'm just, yeah, we're flip, <laughs> flipping the script a little bit for a second. Um, fairly new at this, but I mean, yeah. From everybody that I know that's been here, they've had an amazing experience. So I'm curious to know, uh, you know, from the people that you continue to see coming back, are you noticing kind of a change? Any? Are you noticing any like, uh, I guess, characteristic <clears throat> traits that are are growing or changing or you know? Yeah, the people that come uh, on the regular basis, the people that come at least once a month. Um, even though I'd never met them before they started coming here, I can tell a difference in them and just like they're, you know, and they, I'm sure a lot of it too is comfort and comfort coming here and comfort with me. Um, but from the first time they came here, it's like the second or the third or the fourth or whatever. Like they walk in they're a lot more, they're a lot warmer. They're a lot more, it seems like they're a lot happier to be here mm-hmm. and it seems like they get a lot more out of their float. Um, most of them look better. Most of them look stressed. You, you absolutely look better. Not to say you look bad in the beginning, yeah, but you look, okay, you know, you look, you look damn good now, you know? <laughs> Thank you. It's, uh, Thank you. you know, and the guy who sent you here, Hardy, he, he looks amazing yeah. from like four months ago, four and a half, five months ago, whatever it was. He lost like, you know, I don't know. He lost a lot of yeah. weight. Not that he's big, but he lost a lot of weight. He yeah. looks in shape. He's he looks happier. healthy, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, even people on Facebook say to him, like, wow, we see such changes in you. You look so good. You're so positive. Like he's putting positive things on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, and that's definitely the best part of, of owning a float center isn't like the income because it's nothing, you know, you're not going to be a, a millionaire owning a float center, uh-huh. but you get a lot of hugs, you get a lot of happy clients uh-huh. and, uh, you know, that's it, great. It's great when people tell you, thank you for just, putting, yeah. you know, building a room and putting some salt water on a tank. Right. It's almost like a social service. I mean, if you think about it, because, you know, people are looking for different ways to relieve stress. Whether, you know, they find the positive way or a negative way. You know, if it's a substance, that could be a very negative thing to, to relieve stress. And it may just push things off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're at the gym and you're working out or if you're meditating or if you're doing yoga or if you're doing any kind of, you know, stress relieving activities, writing, maybe, you know, reading a book. Um, but when you're able to facilitate that for somebody you're really doing them a great service because there's just so much pressure from from living. There's just so many things that go on in every single day that create stress and create pressure. And by being able to get into this, you know, this tank and really just remove yourself from all of that is just truly remarkable. So, you know, it's a very cool thing to, I would assume from, you know, the owner's perspective to see you know a patient come in and change yeah it's like you're you know you're facilitating this you're, you're almost bringing out a more holistic and a better person and spirit that's kind of trapped inside them and and really like stuck from everything that they have to deal with and buried under all that noise yeah noise right the noise of noise um so I actually was thinking also we we're going to try a little bit of a uh, uh, we're going to try an experiment. Um, 
I wake up from or I come back to it from the float to this really relaxing music. And it's just a, such a, a nice experience to be able to realize that, okay, now my hour is up and I, I kind of come back to it. Uh, and I'm thinking that as I continue to float that maybe that acts as a trigger because I hear it right when it comes on. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's loud and it's not, you know, it's not, it's not in your face. It's not blaring. So I want to try this. I'm going to get the, the song that Tom plays to, you know, signal that the hours happened. And I'm going to play it as my alarm clock <laughs> when I wake up in the morning and see if maybe I don't need to have that annoying alarm clock that nobody wants, everyone wants to hit snooze to and use that maybe as a trigger and see if that works because that might help, you know, psychologically set my day off and, and trigger yeah, it. Yeah, I think it definitely wake up in a better mood. That's yeah, for damn sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely man. I, uh, all right, man. Thanks for coming on the Flowcast. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, my pleasure. One more thing before I uh, let y'all go. I changed a couple things up uh, with my float tank. Cause as you guys know, my float tank, I bought, I got it used. Uh, so, you know, not that there was anything wrong with it, but, you know, it's kind of like work in progress as far as what it has because it doesn't have any of the modern day uh, accoutrement, if you will. You know, the lights and the, you know, fancy whatever else. So I'm kind of adding things and changing things around as I go. Um, I was, I used to have a, an ozonator and I kept it at, uh, between 80 and hundred parts per million with the peroxide. And I've since lost the ozonator. I dumped it and I switched over to a UV light. And I have to say the water is definitely easier to keep clean. Not that it's cleaner, like it was dirty before with the ozonator, but I feel like it's easier to keep clean. The ozonator had a little bit of maintenance attached to it and Light really doesn't have very much, um, so it's definitely staying cleaner and it's definitely easier to maintain. So if, if you guys are thinking about a filtration or trying to put something together, I would definitely go with a UV light over an ozonator just for the simplicity. Um, and the second thing I did was I added some positive air ventilation into the tank. And actually, Jeremy, I did it in the last week, and you said you noticed it was easier to breathe this week than it was last week. Right? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't obstructive to the float at all. Uh, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't feel it really, but I was able to breathe deeper and breathe, breathe easier. It wasn't as, um, the air wasn't as almost stale towards the end of the hour. Yeah, it does get, that is one thing I've noticed too. And I've had a couple of people comment on it that it gets kind of like thick or like heavy thick, towards the end. Yeah, thick is a good way of putting it. Yeah. And, uh, because you're breathing, consistently breathing in that confined space. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. You know, it kind of got to the point where, like, you almost were, like, forced to breathe out of your mouth because um, it was, like, kind of thick. Um, but now I, I added the fan to it, um, and I kind of put it through some piping, and I, I put a filter in the way so that's not directly blowing in there. But I think it's so far so good. I'm, I'm pretty happy with yeah, the results. Yeah, it's definitely a great addition. I could tell pretty much immediately when I got in this week, I, I almost knocked out just totally into relaxation mode within the first five minutes or so. and. Great. You just tell that it was definitely a great move. So awesome. Good call with that. Thanks, man. So yeah, you guys out there, if you guys are messing around with your tanks or, you know, you have an old tank or a new tank or whatever you have, don't be afraid to switch things up and try different things. And, and, and you know, um, especially with things like that, with like, you know, things that matter to the floor, like air ventilation and lights and 
um, just the settings in the room. Um, don't be afraid to mess with things and change things up because, uh, you know, I just switched this up and I think it's so far it's gonna it's a home run. So maybe you guys could do the same thing. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Flowcast. Thanks again, Jeremy, for coming on. Talk Thanks about for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime. All right, everybody. Keep your tanks clean. Stay salty. And uh, that's it. Take care, friends.